three, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on this Monday, May 9th. Getting you ready tonight. You got the uh, the Bucks back of the Pfizer Forum taking on the Boston Celtics. Game four coming up tonight. Can the Bucks do it in five? Can the Bucks get the win tonight and then close it out in Beantown later this week? In the meantime, you've got uh, Cincinnati uh, hosting the Brewers tonight. The uh, Brewers heading to Great American Ballpark. We'll talk with Mo Egger from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati coming up a little bit later on in the program. I believe we are going to hear from our buddy Mike Clements, I think. Not 100% positive, but uh, but I believe we are going to hear from Mike Clements a little bit later on in the day. We, sh- we, we should find out. Mike... Uh, Mike had reached out to me over the weekend. I haven't heard from him since, and I, I need to get in, in touch with him anyway. Mike's Mike's gone underground. He's under Lambo. He's tough to get a hold of. So uh, here's the thing. Corbin Burns, when you talk about needing run support, among qualifying National League starters, only three have lower run support per nine innings than Corbin Burns. Only three. Atlanta's Kyle Wright, Philadelphia's Zach Wheeler, Miami's Sandy Alcantara, or Alcantara. Put it this way, Burns' last three starts, his last three starts, he's got a 137 ERA and 28 strikeouts against only four walks in 19 and two-thirds innings. The Brewers have lost all three games. Two of those losses were hung on Burns. How about this? During the last two turns through the Brewers' starting rotation, the team has scored 78 runs in nine games. 78 runs in nine games. Brewer or Burns didn't start. In 78 runs in nine games, the games Burns didn't start. That's an average of 8.67 runs per game. They scored two runs total in Burns' last two starts. Think about that. Corbin Burns has been just lights out. Two turns through the rotation, the games that Burns did not start, the team scored 78 runs, 8.67 runs per game. The two starts that Burns started, They scored a total of two runs. That's it. That's insanity. Crazy. It's almost unfathomable that they have been offensively that inept. That inept when Corbin Burns is on the hill, offensively speaking. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, He certainly deserved a lot better, big time, a lot better. Uh, they uh, ended up, when it came to run scoring, they were pouring it on the last two games in Atlanta. They've scored a total of four runs, getting beat 12-4 to in total, 9-2 to yesterday, 3-2 to the day prior. And uh, now they head into Cincinnati. The Brewers, though, the the good portion of this is the fact that um, Willie Adamas is is bounced back. Christian Yelich is bounced back. Hunter Renfro 
has all of these guys, and they're now because before the majority were two hundred or worse when it came came to their batting average, and their OPSs were below seven hundred, sitting anywhere between six hundred and six fifty tops. Willie Adamas OPS now eight thirty eight. Christian Yelich OPS now seven seventy five. Hunter Renfro seven twenty four. Andrew McCutcheon six forty one. Rowdy Telez is off the hook at 887. Colton Wong, he's boosted his above the 600 mark to 664. Hitting 239 right now. Now I know you want to see you want to see more out of these guys, but let's be honest, the last time we really got into this discussion, we were talking about Christian Yelich trying to get more a total more than 15 home runs on the season. He has boosted his average over the last 10 games 60 points. He's gotten 3 home runs. His strikeouts are down. His walks are up. His on-base percentage has gone from 321 to 339. His slugging slugging percentage has gone from 387 to 436. If he can get hot, and I'm again, I'm not saying he's got to hit, you know, 326 or 300, but if he can get hot and can continue to rip, man, you talk about just a difference maker. Big time, a difference maker, big time. If he can start to do uh, even uh, a shadow of what, and he's got 100 RBI or 100 at bats now. Remember, I said we're going to wait to 100 at bats. So you've got guys, Willie Adamas hitting 229. You'd like to see that go up, but the power numbers have gone up, obviously. He's got eight home runs, leads the team, believe it or not. 22, uh, 22 RBI in the season, 33 strikeouts, 16 walks. But 109 at-bats, he's now hitting 229 with a slugging percentage of 505 and on-base percentage of 333 and an OPS of 838. Get the average up, everything else begins to rise with it. It would be solid numbers, not bad. Christian Yelich, 101 at-bats, 248 batting average, 775 now OPS. The OPS has taken a drastic turn northward. Really solid. Rowdy Telez, 93 at-bats. 258 batting average, 887 OPS, seven dingers, 24 RBIs. Leads the team in RBIs. Leads the second on the team, I should say, in total bases with 53, 55 by Willie Adamas. And then Colton Wong has gotten his to raise up. He's got 92 at bats on the season right now. Team batting average has gone from a mere 216, or actually it was 208 about two and a half weeks ago, to 232. With a slugging percentage of 402 and an on base percentage that's now above 300. Offensively, things are starting to get better. Things are starting to get better. They're not great, but they're at least, uh, especially over the last couple of weeks, they're trending in the right direction. Albeit, albeit, I will say, don't, don't get crazy on me here, but, um, Albeit the the Brewers need uh, to continue this in the sense of they don't have to hit the way they did at American Family Field, but they have to hit better, if you will, than what they hit the first two and a half weeks of the season. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Brewers right now fourth best in Major League Baseball when it comes to overall record. The Angels, or Los Angeles, the Dodgers, I should say, really winning percentage-wise, have the best record. Then the, then the Mets, 
then the Yankees National League, who have 20, they have the most wins on the season, then the Brewers and kind of goes from there. Uh, and the Brewers are 8-1 and one over their last nine games against the Reds, including three straight this season. Nine and one, or eight and one over their last nine games against the Reds. And uh, the person that has the most home runs against Cincinnati since 2018 is none other than Christian Yelich. So Christian Yelich, you look for him, hopefully, cross your fingers, knock on wood, to continue his success against Cincinnati when they head into the Queen City this coming weekend. 877-867-1670. Our buddy Cheddarball is a couple of them. He says, Bucks need to win tonight. Uh, That gives you the game five and six to close things out, and you don't have to go play in Boston for a game seven, which completely agree. And I, although a lot of people are picking Boston to bounce back in the game coming up tonight, I'm picking the Bucks in a close one. I'm picking the Bucks in a close one. I'm going to say 105-104, Bucks get a win tonight. How are you feeling about tonight's contest, Ben? Not great, honestly. I think it is a pure toss-up. Um, I mean, last game kind of was too, right? As they went down the stretch, that could have gone anyways. Obviously, Giannis has the, that big bucket at the end, and then uh, Smart has the whole free throw thing. But I, I think it's a pure toss-up. I don't have a good feel for who takes it. Uh, I... I I I have oh boy I I think the Bucks win it I think it's a hard fought game and it's it's one of those where you pull it out you feel really good you gain a lot of momentum they go to Boston and I think Boston fans and the energy there in that building they know it, it, their backs are against the wall they're about to lose it so you might as well go ahead and play a hell of a game and the Bucks don't have to come out and play with the same tenacity the Bucks probably lose in in Beantown then they come back to the Fiserv Forum and close it out. That's my thought. If I have to be, if I have to put money on it, that would be my thought. Um, I I can't. It changes the dynamic drastically if the Celtics win tonight, because then you're looking at closing it out on the road, and that's a tough, tough thing to do. Don't get me wrong, the Bucks. They, we've seen them be able to win on the road. Uh, they won in Brooklyn, and everybody knew that you know Brooklyn was going to be the, the better shooting team and the hotter team and all yada, 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 and they ended up doing it last year. When their backs have been against the wall lately, they've been able to pull it out. But uh, I think if you're going to make an emphatic statement and say, okay, this is who we are and what we are, I think tonight is the game that the Bucks win. And if, if, if I had to say, if I was going to put my money on which side of the blowout there would be, I would put my money on the Bucks side. I can't imagine Boston blowing the Bucks out at home. I think if there's going to be a blowout, the Bucks will get it, but I think it's going to be a close game. I'm saying 105, 104, 105, 103, something like that. Bucks get a win at home tonight. Uh, the big question is, and we're getting this over on the Bud Light live stream as well, will we have Middleton back for game seven, though? I still would be surprised if maybe if, if, if you, yeah, Buck, game seven, I'd say Middleton would be back if he's close. Yes, but I think the the thought process is, which is another reason why you want to get this win tonight, don't lose home court advantage. You you don't want to use Middleton in this series. You want to use him in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
And even then, you may not use him if you can rest him for a game or two. If you feel that the Eastern Conference Finals is handleable, every day he doesn't play is a, is a great step for Chris Middleton in showing up and having impact minutes in the finals. Every day you don't have to use him is a good day. So that's why tonight also is so incredibly important. And I, I just I think the Bucks need to close it out, and I think they can get wins against either team regardless if they have Middleton or not, whether it's the 76ers or the Miami Heat. But I think they're going to be facing the 76ers. I think just Joel, I agree with you, Ben, from earlier. I think Joel Embiid is just, he's the tipping point for that series. Without Joel Embiid, we've seen what can happen. With him, it's, he's, they just don't have an answer. They just don't have an answer for him. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, do so again. A reminder, the uh, information is up. It's out, and we want you to be a part of it. Please, please, please come and join us for the motorcycle ride. Coming up on Sunday, September 4th. That is Labor Day weekend, Sunday, September 4th. Please pass it along. Tell everybody you know who rides a motorcycle or doesn't ride a motorcycle who wants to be there. And we are looking for volunteers as well. So if you want to volunteer, all you got to do is hit us up via email, vbillmichaels at gmail.com, vbillmichaels at gmail.com. We need volunteers at the beginning and at the end. One thing we've never really had to search for is volunteers, but we want to get some more this year because we expect this year hopefully to be our biggest. Again, you can get a hold of us, vbillmichaels at gmail.com. That's vbillmichaels at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can find us over on the uh, Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash run. And uh, if you want to get registered, all the information is right there. Get signed up. It's going to be a tremendous, tremendous event. Again, get signed up, and uh, we'll give you all the details, get you all signed up for the motorcycle ride, and spread the word to those who ride motorcycles. We ride for veterans, for military members, and their families via Fisher House, Wisconsin. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hey, don't forget about our friends over to Poxy Flooring Dunright. Sean and the gang do a great job. And as a matter of fact, they're out there doing the Dockhound Stadium right now. But if you are looking this time of year, when you start to get rid of all the blech that's in your garage and you're shoveling out and brushing out and all that kind of stuff, the, uh, the, the crap left over, all the salt and all the sand that was left over from the winter, you're looking at your uh, garage and you're thinking, boy, this sucks. This is nasty looking. Get a hold of Sean and the gang at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That's Epoxy Flooring Done Right, providing Wisconsin home and business owners epoxy flooring coating services at great prices. Top quality workmanship, different colors, different finishes. They even paint the room that you're having done so they can paint the interior of the garage. If you're like me and you had, say, the the downstairs, the basement done for my gym, painted the entire room. Fantastic. Fresh look, makes it look great. Different colors, different finishes. All that kind of stuff. From Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison, everywhere in between, it's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Or call them 262-443-2852. 262-443-2852. Tell uh, Sean we recommended them highly, highly. Uh, so one of the other things coming out of the NBA, we were talking some Brewers baseball, but I want to get back into the NBA. Did you see Chris Paul got all pissed off? And rightfully so. 
rightfully so. Um, when you, uh, because I, apparently some fans were going after his family. And Chris Paul had talked about, well, hey, if you're going to find us players for going after fans, can we do something with the fans for going after our family? Now, I have always stated, always, always 100% equivocally, unless somebody's family member does something egregious to you or those around them, family is off limits, man. That's that's wrong. Family is off limits or off limits. The, the derogatory remark, you can say if you're having some jaw back and forth, you know, take that, you know, that type of thing. That's one thing. But some of the stuff that's said to families is wrong. It's 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 shame on some of you who do that, fan-wise. Uh, 99.9% of the fans, you and I, we're 99.9% sensible. There's always that one fan that throws the monkey wrench in. This is what Charles Barkley had to say about the incident after the fact. Cut up fans. I've always said, if, hey, we could put an end to all this stuff. Some of this stuff these fans say, let's take them right down to center court for five minutes. <laughs> I've always said that. Some of the crap they said to you, hey, let's give me five minutes to center court with them and to say, you ain't going to press no charges. Nobody going to get it. No, hey, and no, ain't nobody going to be sued civilly. Say what you just said to me right to my face right here for these five minutes, and I'm going to beat your ass, beat the hell out of it you. Would, it would take you five minutes? <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to beat them up quickly. I'm going to jab them a little bit, then I'm going to lay the haymakers on their ass. Well, obviously. That's perfect. I, I completely agree. Completely. When you feel, and we know this, I've always called it like the Twitter muscle disease. When you know people can't come after you, when you know that you can, there, there really aren't any repercussions, people do what they want to do. There's something in you, in, there's something in you that is character. And like I said, 99.9% .9 of you have it. You got character. You just don't do certain things, you know? You stay sportsmanlike, you know. You try to you try to keep it on the up and up. You try not to be crazy vulgar. You not try not to be you know crazy attacking. You know, you cheer for your team more so than against the others. But there's that point one percent that just give fans a terrible name, terrible. And also, it becomes a a mob mentality for some, where you wouldn't normally do it if you were one on one, but you'll do it with your friends because you know they got your back. Or you'll do it in the mass because you know they got your back. And and we've all been there. We've all been there where you have that moment in you where you can do something and you either choose to do it or you don't. Those that don't, that's what's called character. Stay within yourself. Stay within what's right. And there's always that 1%. So I, I don't know specifically what was said to Chris Paul's family and what happened, but I do know that the fans were escorted out. I, and... Usually what happens in that case, uh, to say there's no repercussions, there, there are to a certain extent. And one is is that uh, via facial recognition in today's day and age, I'm sure that's the way they probably find it in many of these places, uh, you're going to be banned. You're not going to be back in the arenas anytime soon. You're going to be banned. So that's first and foremost. Usually they will track you down via uh, season ticket holders because most of the seats, especially seats down low, most of those tickets are owned by somebody. So if you're a fan that bought it on StubHub or a secondary market, 
the fan that actually sold the seat probably going to get into some trouble. They're going to say, you know what, your tickets are gone. And I don't think anybody wants to lose that. So there's a decorum you keep. There's a decorum you keep. And most of you have the character. I agree with Charles Barkley, man. I'd love to see that. Some fan that just, because I have heard, you know what I, what I found interesting? I have heard some really rude stuff yelled at baseball and football games. Basketball games to a certain extent, too, but you're a little closer, you're a little more uh, intimate, so to speak. Some of, the, some of the worst things I've ever heard yelled are at golf. They're at golf. As, as golfers are walking through the line, going from tee box, from green to tee box, some of them have been at golf. I've been stunned. And some of them have been by kids that you would assume are, say, 16 years old or less by kids who don't get a free glove or a free golf ball. It's not like golfers are walking around with 200 balls in their bag, you know, yelling, you know, hey, give me a ball. Hey, give me your glove. Just blatantly. It's not even, hey, great job or anything. It's just, it's just give me. And if the golfer doesn't, you hear some of the most vulgar things being shouted by kids. I'm just like, wow. You know? And I'm always looking to see if there's a parent behind them because I, if I can't imagine, if my kid did that, oh, I, that's, that's where they'd be buried. It'd be the end of it right there. I brought you into the world. I'll take you out. So, but at golf uh, events, Ben, you ever been to a, a big time golf event? Not big time, but I covered the American Family Championship last year here in Madison. But no, no big time yeah. events. The big time events, man, I've been to a couple of them. And wow, some of the stuff. Now, a couple I've been to as fans, as a fan, and a couple I've been to as, uh, as covering them. PGA Championship, U.S. Open, two PGA Championships, uh, a Senior Open. I've been to Ryder Cup. I mean, Ryder Cup more as a fan. But just some of the stuff that's yelled, I'm like, wow, <laughs> really? But uh, I like Barkley. I like Barkley's uh, idea. You know, hey, give, give them to me for, you know, five minutes. I'll, I'll, I'll make, I'll tell you, I'll beat on them slow. And then eventually I'll land the haymakers and go from there. Oh, I've heard Eight's it. A, I, I've heard it tossed out. Every player gets one instance a year where they can invite a fan down on the court and fight him. One a mm-hmm. year. And it's a sure. free pass. So then you as a fan, when you go to a game, you know, oh, oh, that player's already used his fight. So then I can go say right. stuff. Right. Well, here's the other thing. If you, if now, and again, this is for certain, certain people out there that tend to go in this direction. Because I know a few people that are nothing but mouths, nothing but mouthy. They yell the most vulgar stuff and they just think they're cool and they'll do whatever they want to do without repercussion because the first time anybody comes after them, they are the first ones to call the police and call the attorneys, which is so unbelievably gutless. But I've always thought, boy, if the, if these guys ever said anything knowing they have they have absolutely no ability to call for help, to call a policeman, to call and press charges, or to call an attorney, no they would not say a word. They are the biggest cowards on the face of the earth. Know them. And I've, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Why, why would you do that? You know? Oh, and they think it's funny. It's like, it's not funny. And I hope somebody just absolutely positively whoops all over you so I can sit back, fold my arms and watch and just, it, that'll be better than paid for TV. That's a pay-per-view moment for me that I'd pay to see just because you've just been such an ass your entire life. It's about time somebody whooped up on you. 
That's what, that's what I've, I've kind of rooted for. 877-867-867-1670. Uh, Dustin says, have you ever heard kids online gaming? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, yes. This is more my childhood, but back in the oh, Modern yeah. Warfare 2 Call of Duty days, I yeah. wasn't a huge player of it, but there would be clips everywhere of, of the violence in those lobbies. Really? Yeah, they. I, I can imagine. Yeah, I've seen... Uh, I've heard going back to the uh, going back to the gaming com- comment. Yeah, I've heard some of that. It's uh, it's yeah, <laughs> to say the very least, it can be kind of brutal. But you know, again, it's all when now in the kid thing. And I don't want to get too deep into the the weeds on this, but in the kid thing, when you talk about gaming, usually it's kids that are in a room away from mom and dad. And you don't hear it real loud because they're screaming into a headset rather than two friends sitting in a room. They're usually playing somebody uh, from, you know, down the street or around the world. Um, so I understand it. But usually they're not yelling too loud in front of that, uh, that kind of stuff in front of mom and dad. Us- that's why, uh, you know, my son years ago when he was doing the, I think it was the first Call of Duty ever. Going back to, I think it was PlayStation or Xbox. I can't remember. Um, the first time I heard something come out, it was like, okay, you're playing with the door open. And then it was a lot of frustration of mother, you you, you know, that kind of stuff. It's the stuff that they hear at school and you can't prevent it at school. You try to hope that uh, you've got to get enough character in your kid for, for him or her not to talk that way. But you know, yeah, I've, I've heard it. It gets pretty good. Some of the stuff, you know, you don't even understand. You're like, what? What the? When did that become some kind of a saying? You don't even understand some of it, but eh, neither here nor there. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at uh, Joe and Ellen and the whole gang over there at Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water. Getting out tonight. Get yourself a meal. Get yourself a bloody. Get yourself a good old-fashioned or maybe just a beer. Sit back, relax, and watch the game wherever it is you're going to be, whether at either location. Sloppy Joe's in Hubertus or out there in Okachi Lake. Enjoying the boats going by, a little bit of a breeze on the lake, and the big screen TVs all over the place at Smoke on the Water. Either place, fantastic place to go to. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Really, man, come on. How we looking? Bill Michael Show. We, uh, Trek on on this Monday. Good stuff. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you that uh, they are the hometown team. Yes, they are. And uh, they are year-round, by the way. Not just uh, one season, but year-round. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin in the dead of winter, the heat of summer, everything in between. You can call that team right now for energy-efficient uh, windows, doors, patio doors, entry systems, it's all made beautiful. So why settle when you talk about different window and door companies that are out there for just one or two lines of windows? Okay, both of those are usually vinyl. We've got top-notch vinyl windows. Well, Pella has two lines of vinyl windows, economical, yes. They also have the Impervia line, which is stronger than fiberglass. And then there's three different lines of the luxurious, beautiful wood windows and doors and from contemporary to traditional 
and everything in between. They've got it all. Uh, different hardware, different types. You can go with roll screen inside the window. You can go with slider windows. You can add patio doors. You can do just all kinds of different things. And right now, they've got it to fit any budget. Choose up to 2500 bucks off an installed patio door or $3,000 off an installed entry door system. Don't put it off. Look, and with the cost of materials going up and and such, uh, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of uh, Wisconsin want to remind you that everything's going up right now. But they've got some great financing deals. They've got a lot of good stuff. And with summer around the corner, now when you want to open up your house, you're not worried about the cold leaking in, not to mention, not to say that it does, because they're really good at shutting off per room. But get it done now. Get ready for the oncoming winter next year. Get ready to keep the heat out in the summer because it's predicted to be a hot summer. Get them done. Get them done now. Maybe whatever the beautification is for your home or think about maybe selling your home, adding value to it. So many different things. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. 855-PELLA-WI. Go to PellaWI.com. Welcome back to the program. Uh, Hatfield Nick says uh, the Celtics were built as the tough slash gritty D team. And they got a wake-up call in game one that the Bucks were turning it on and they cannot stop Giannis. Bucks are going to crush it tonight. Anthony says, Bucks in five. I like it. Giannis going off again this evening. They don't have an answer. Stevie says, look out for Giannis tonight. He's going to be as physical or more physical if they're not calling the fouls on him. On him. Uh, it'll only take one or two fouls early, though. To stop the physicality, that then favors Boston. Look for it to be a close game. I got the Bucks in a win. Alex says, I think the officials are going to dominate this game tonight. They've taken a lot of heat since the weekend. Look for the officials to be prevalent this evening at the Pfizer. Uh, by the way, he has the uh, the Bucks getting a win, 113-108. There you go. I said 105-104, something like that. I think the Bucks get a win tonight. Uh, Sam says, uh, hey, unit, uh, looking good. Are you on the diet again? Uh, which is not really a diet. It's more of a fitness program, so to speak, Sam. But thank you for noticing. Uh, down eight pounds in the last two weeks. Uh, a lot more to go. I've kind of packed it on over the last, I don't know, six months, something like that. But um, down eight pounds. Um, are you biking again or just doing treadmill stuff or weights? How do you do it? Sam, um, yes, to answer your question, a little bit of everything. Now that the weather's changed, I'll be back out on the road bike doing a lot more biking because that's just a tremendous form of physical exertion because you're really you're using the largest muscle group in your body, which is your legs. They burn the most fat, the most energy. Uh, it does work your core uh, to keep your core tight as you're on the bike. Uh, but it's not lifting, you know, as far as, you know, to get huge biceps, triceps, all that kind of stuff. But I do some. I only lift twice a week. But I do more cardio right now than anything. When you want to lose weight... I, I do low weights, high reps, and I, I just up the cardio a little bit. But I enjoy it. I put in the headset. I'm either listening to sports or I'm listening to music, get on the bike, and I try to do no less than like six miles and just get out there and ride. But if I really – I'm just starting to get the stamina back up, but if I really get after it, maybe about 10 miles, not a bad way to go. It's a good workout. So there you go. By the way, I was just reading this article. Did you know? That bananas and eating bananas, because I got uh, Kristen and I got into this whole discussion about bananas the other day, because uh, I eat bananas quite often, uh, but I buy them and then they go bad. So I don't buy a ton of them all the time. But bananas are consistently among the most popular fruits 
And the thing about it is there is chemicals in bananas that not only help you recover, we all know that, with the potassium and such that gets the lactic acid out of your muscle so you don't really get sore and you don't have all the, the issues. But in addition to that, bananas have a chemical in there that make you happy. I'm not kidding. Maybe that's why I'm angry often. Yeah. Yeah, bananas uh, are packed with nutrients, but they also have a chemical in there that makes you happy. They're a great source of vitamin B6, uh, and, and I already touched on the potassium and such, but they have all these different chemicals, but there's a chemical in there that makes you literally changes your mood, can change your mood and make you happy. You feel happier after eating a banana for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe it's because I feel fit. I feel like I ate a banana instead of eating a bag of Doritos. <laughs> that, that could be the reason why. Because I feel like I ate a banana. It's good. I feel healthier. And uh, I don't feel like I'm going to be walking away after eating a banana with a case of tank ass. So just throwing it out there. It can happen. Are you a fitness dude, Ben? I work out. I, I try to stay active. Okay. But I would not call myself a, a fitness person necessarily. Now, do you, when, you, when you play golf, do you walk it or do you ride it in the cart? We always walk. And okay. part of well, that is, you. yeah, we find ways to work out. I also play better when I walk, and I think it's more fun. Um, but okay. I, I don't know. I wouldn't call myself a fitness person. I'm not out there lifting. I don't do leg day, if that was the question. No, no, I'm not. I, I got over that years ago. And, and not, you know, like when I was coming out of high school or college, it just... I try to do what they call the circuit, you know. They'll do the front front muscles and then the back muscles, that type of thing. Or you'll do chest, you'll do some biceps, you'll do some leg, you know, leg curls. And then the next day you'll do your shoulders and back and then the lay down reverse leg curls and squ some light squats for glutes and stuff like that. I, I, I reverse it, I'll do it, so, but I don't do it like I used to. The only reason why is because you'll build up and you'll look great, but the minute you stop, it's you. It takes you so long to get back to being good again, and it's not that I don't want to do the work. It's just that I don't have the time, so I just try to stay fit. Like yesterday, um, when we were out walking around, I really thought in the beginning, I thought, "Oh God, this is going to be a mess. Uh, this is just a long walk for what we want to do." And by the end of the day, I had kind of caught the endorphins. I was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was glad when we were done, but I could have kept going. If it would have been another mile, I would have been good. I could have, I, or, or two. I could have done that, walking around, doing some shopping, carrying bags and stuff. I didn't mind it too much. But by the end of the day, it was, once I jumped in the car and, and got on the way home, I, I was pretty good coming home. But <laughs> getting out of the car now, that was a whole different experience. 877-867-1670 ESPN. Steve says, when is the new studio going to be remodeled? Uh, it is currently we have things that have been ordered. You can't do anything until the stuff starts coming in because otherwise we're left with nothing and you can't just do nothing. So it's going to happen. Uh, hopefully it gets done in the next two, three weeks. Uh, but I can't do anything until the new decking and such comes in. So we've ordered some new decking, and uh, which is the, the countertops and, um, and then the chairs. Uh, once the chairs are here too, but just kind of waiting like everything else. I'm still waiting on the engine for my, my boat. Um, I had gotten a notification that it was getting ready to be shipped. And since then Volvo Penta 
has uh, has has sent the delay. Now I'm I that was about two weeks ago, so I'm going to check again today and see what the status is. But just like everything, man, if you look for cat food on store shelves, <laughs> you know we are screwed up as a world right now, and being being reliant on so many other other countries for so many different things. It's not necessarily the cat food, but it's the can that you put them in, or it's the bottle caps that you need to to cover up the sodas or I mean, just whatever. I mean, you know, every time you talk to somebody, it's not the overall product. It's a piece of the product that is produced somewhere else, some other country that is not coming into the country fast enough. And we are, you know, granted international trade is fantastic monetarily speaking, but you really find out when there's a crunch that what happens, you know, we saw a whole boatload of, trucks and cars just a couple of years ago because of the pandemic the little computer chips that it takes to for the memories of these things the the brain if you will of the vehicle they were building the engines they were building the chassis but they didn't have the brain to be able to stick in there to say okay start up fire up and here's all the things you need to do systematically to get that thing running at one point i remember and i can't remember what the the city was in kentucky where Kentucky Motor Speedway is, but they had over 7,000, and I think they were Fords, but seven, because they just continued to make the vehicles. They had over 7,000 vehicles sitting there. They couldn't drive them. They were done. They just didn't have the computer chip in them to make them go. I think they're finally starting to get, you know, get those uh, back into service, but just like everything, we're waiting, you know. 877-867-1670 coming up in the next hour. We're going to talk with Mo Ager from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati. Brewers on the road coming up tonight, taking on the Cincinnati Reds down at Great American Ballpark. So we'll uh, get a little bit of the lowdown and the build up to this series as the Reds have won two out of three over the weekend while the Brewers lost two out of three to Atlanta. But then again, the Reds were beating up on Pittsburgh, so... Who really cares? Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin, Harley-Davidson. If you follow us over on the Facebook fan page, and I'll continue to put a link link over on that fan page, Uh, but uh, Wisconsin Harley has the debut for their party. We announced our motorcycle ride in conjunction with the hometown rally and their party that's going on that same Labor Day weekend. So they have got a lot going on, a lot of anticipation for the riding season. I would not be shocked if there was just bikes everywhere out cruising around today. People going to work, people riding after work, people riding tomorrow. Wednesday specifically, as the weather clears up and it's going to be in the 80s, it's getting into riding season. If you're looking for a bike, if you're looking for parts, if you're looking for clothes, go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com. Again, wishd.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Later today, uh, I think I might be jumping on the motorcycle. Beautiful day today. And uh, one of the places I'm going to stop. Like a salad, little light bite to eat. A Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. It's one of our uh, newer featured bars. Also came on for the motorcycle ride this year. Can't say thanks enough to them. But a terrific place. And if you haven't been to the Outback patio, uh, it's beautiful, too, uh, overlooking Pewaukee Lake. So we've got a lot of great bars in that area. We've got uh, Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Uh, I told you about uh, uh, Smoke on the Water a little bit earlier. As well, another lakefront bar. And then there's our friends at uh, Sunset Grill that just came on board. So 
Stop out to Sun. If you've never done it, if you've never been there, it's a great place to go. And if you have been there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, parking is a little bit limited on on the uh, lakeside, but certainly that big parking lot across the street. And then you stop in, and uh, they've got good margaritas. They got really just good beer selection, but more so, you sit outside on the deck and enjoy yourself and watch the sunset. And it's just it's a great atmosphere. And they have a ton of televisions in there for sports viewing too. So Sunset Bar and Grill in Pewaukee on Pewaukee Lake. Great place to go, and I've always said, when you stop in, you ask Trish, who's the manager over there, say, Trish, do you still have those leather pants? Make a note of it, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, she'll have an answer for you. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. And uh, coming up a little bit later on the program, we're going to talk with Mo Egger from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati about the Cincinnati Reds, who got two wins over the weekend. The Brewers lost two over the weekend. Now these two teams clash yet again. And can the Brewers' bats wake back up and start to pound the ball out this time down at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, where I know the weather is warm. I know they're expecting a little bit of rain throughout the week, but uh, the weather is warm down there, warming up fast. And uh, it's going to be the first real taste of outdoor summer weather baseball, I think. Uh, it was a, it was okay in Atlanta, but uh, this is going to be the first big-time uh, taste of really warm weather baseball that the Brewers are going to have so far this season. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Here's the debate. Here's a good debate. The, uh, the NFL is getting ready to announce their their schedule okay we all know that so in doing so the question becomes and this came through the the nfl website so to speak sorry a couple of sneezes which teams or team should receive the most primetime games with the 2022 nfl regular season upon us uh, it's going to be unveiled on the NFL Network and NFL.com at uh, 7 o'clock Central on Thursday. But football fans getting a little bit of a glimpse of which teams are going to be playing in prime time on Monday morning with the announcement of the Week 2 Monday night doubleheader, the Titans and the Bills, and then the Vikings and the Eagles. And looking back, the Dallas Cowboys Chiefs each played six times in primetime games, tied for the most such contests in a single season with the 2007 New England Patriots. Okay. Which teams should play in the most primetime games this coming season? Which teams should play the most in the most primetime games? Now, think about that. Um, now, Mark uh, Ross, one of the writers for NFL, says anytime Patrick Mahomes steps onto the field, it's must-see TV. So, And plus it adds to the intrigue of how they're going to do without Tariq Hill, trying to fill the bill with Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Sky Moore. Um, James Jones says, James Jones, former Packers, says this year's Raiders are made for uh, made for TV. Las Vegas has star power on both sides of the ball. Derek Carr. Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones on defense. That should be a team that everybody watches. We know if you had to pick 
the most pressure and the most storyline this year, I think you can look at so many different avenues in the NFL. I can think you can take a look at, uh, we'll start with the Dallas Cowboys. With the thought that their head coach is a lame duck coach because Sean Payton may be the next head coach in waiting is just drama within itself. And the fact that there is so much pressure on them to win and to be able to get themselves to a Super Bowl, it's it's astounding. Um, they've done everything they can. They've paid players. Dak Prescott coming back and, uh, you know, all the proclamation about how good he really is. He's got a ton of pressure on him. A ton. Then there's the Green Bay Packers, we all know, probably second most with uh, the on-again, off-again story over the last year and a couple of weeks with Aaron Rodgers coming back for $150 bucks, a loss of his offense, basically, uh, when his weaponry goes, and bolstering the defense and, and bringing, you know, losing Devontae Adams, bringing young guys in, trying to, I, I think, the Green Bay Packers. Tom Brady retiring and then unretiring, coming back. There's star power in all three of those. But what team do you think holds the most drama and should be viewed the most in primetime games this season throughout the NFL? Also, we're going to talk some uh, talk some baseball a little bit later on this hour, upcoming hour as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show right around the corner. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 